Welcome to the Unfiltered Exchange Podcast, where candidate conversations reunite supreme. Join our hosts, Tahira and her co-host, as they fearlessly divine into the uncharted territories of raw dialogue, discussing everything from life quirks to the profound, leaving no topic untouched. Get ready for an unfiltered insights, unapologetic perspectives, and genuine connections. This is where authentically meets conversation. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another new episode of the Unfiltered Exchange podcast. I am your host, Tahira Young. Today, we have a new co-host today. Her name is Bethany. Welcome, Bethany. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am trying to stay dry in all of this rain that we're having in the Pacific Northwest. Interesting. I'm trying to stay warm in the in the uh, southeast part of the world. It's very cold here and I'm not liking the cold. Mm -hmm. uh, if I could go anywhere in the world, I'd definitely be in either like Florida or somewhere that's always warm and not be cold. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Something like Arizona is sounding really good right now. You know, that sounds really good. And that is my plan to move there in the new year. Matter of fact. Really? So Yeah. I feel like my soul is calling me there. Like mm -hmm. I've been seeing Arizona for like the last year and a half nonstop here and there. Um, I'll see it like bison plates. I'll see it on like TV shows in the midst of conversation. Um, I'm just seeing it like everywhere. So I'm thinking that's, that's my sign. It's time to go, go, yeah. go there. Yeah, time to go try it out. Get warm. Yeah. <laughs> dry out a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So let our listeners know who you are, what you do, what you specialize in, if you specialize in anything. I'm curious I, to know. Yeah, I am uh, the founder of fit to be and that is an online workout website, which sounds like thousands of them everywhere, but ours is really unique in that I am a core fitness specialist with a degree in exercise and sports science. And my focus is on helping women recover after they have their babies and sort out their stomach issues and understand their bodies and how their ab muscles really work and how their pelvic floor muscles really work so that they can really get strong and not pee their pants and, and not have a, a poochy tummy because their ab muscles are being weird after having babies. So oh, yeah. I am just an anatomy nerd at heart but I'm also a certified fitness instructor. I've been certified since I was 18 and oh. I love group fitness. I love teaching workouts. I'm certified in pretty much everything. So you name it, I can do it except Zumba. We had to bring in a guest instructor for that. <laughs> okay. 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 Yeah. Wow. See, now where were you at when I had all my kids <laughs> like years ago? Definitely could have used that. Um, well, it's never too late. I know, I know. I'm, I'm actually in my um, returning back to fitness. I used to be really good with fitness for a very long time. 
And then life happened, children happened. Um, and then once that kind of settled down and died down, I picked it back up again and was really consistent with it until life happened again. And then I stopped doing it altogether. I'm like, why did I stop this last time? My body was getting used to it. So it was like seeing the results, but also feeling good um, with the fitness and just having a really clear mind when I am working out and I am being very active. And then I did it again, beginning of this year in 2023. And now we're at the end getting ready to go into a new year and now I'm picking it back up again, but this time I'm going to be consistent and stay with it. <laughs> well, and that's such a normal pattern, especially yeah. for women. in the mainstream yeah. industry kind of treats everybody like our lives never change. And like yeah. we, as women don't have these cycles within our bodies and these stages in our lives that, that really slow us down in good ways. Right. Consistency. I think people forget it can look like three or four days a week. It doesn't have to look like every day. It can look like five minutes a day during certain right. seasons. It can look right. like stretching before you climb into bed every night. If that's going to be your placeholder mm -hmm. where you at least do something each day, but there's such loud messaging from the mainstream fitness industry that you have to go big or go home, or you have to, um, you know, sweat hard or it doesn't count or no pain or no gain. And all of yeah. that is actually lies and myths. It's not even grounded in science. So <laughs> like no, I totally consistency agree. is being gentle and honoring where our bodies are at and just doing a little something each day sometimes. Right. No, I totally agree with you on that. And that's why I'm like, you know, not beating myself up, beat myself up for it. Um, this go around and I'm just like, you know, being very gentle, being very intentional as well. Um, and even if I do like, you know, like you mentioned, maybe like five, 10 minutes and I do yoga. So, um, sense of stretching and some, some capacity. And yeah. so what I'm doing now is doing yoga daily, but it's helping me release whatever it's like the tension in the bones and the in the muscles mm -hmm. um and it helps me sleep better it helps me be more focused through the day especially if I'm doing it first thing in the morning um and be very intentional with my workouts and if I do do a workout I'm not going to be like okay now it's time in 20 minutes I haven't done the workout in like months so let me go wholeheartedly and that's I think that is the pattern that I have I've been used to doing in the past. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, I've done all of the different types of programs that are out there with fitness when it comes to workouts and different types of workouts and different times of, of the length of the workout programs that there are out there. And you are right. So like the, the myths out there, like, you know, you've got to do five days a week you gotta do six days maybe mm -hmm. seven and then have the day off or rest and you know do the the cardio and you know do like the the walks and things like that so I'm like okay I've done all these different programs and I'm not like I'm not too keen about these things and I feel like if you have a membership to some of these programs one you're not either going to you're probably going to maybe pick it up maybe twice out of the whole month or you are going to miss a few days or you're going to be fully dedicated in doing it every day or however you want to do it but a lot of us are 
just joining these memberships and not really doing anything about it. So we're wasting money. So I like to be very intentional when it comes to workouts, even if it's like something simple that's going to do five minutes, 10 minutes. What would you recommend for someone who has not worked out and is considering going back into fitness in a sense where, um, what kind of guidance would you give them, I guess, in a, in a sense? I would have them start with the core and okay. I would have them start with it in terms of being on fit to be, we have, um, five starting workouts that are all centered around the core and the breath and the alignment okay. so that you learn how to engage your core and use it appropriately during workouts <clears throat> because the core is not just doing six pack ab workouts. It's right. <laughs> right? It's, it's, um, Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> it's like, um, functional it's postural, it's supportive, it's respirational and it's recreational. So like all the things our core does for us throughout the day really are not supported by doing crunches and setups and planks. Those motions are not even very functional. I mean, we might do a little tiny crunch when we go to get up out of bed, you know, we pick our head up to hear what the kid is doing. Um, but like in real life, those are not motions that we use very much throughout our day. Motions that we use a lot are things like standing, doing the dishes, bending over to pick things up, carrying our groceries, carrying our kids, grooming the dog, chasing the cat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so training our core for those real life situations, knowing mm-hmm. how to breathe and knowing how to align our bodies and then training those things is really where it's at. Because once you learn that stuff, you don't unlearn it. And so I like to start people there. And then Mm -hmm. we have filmed several hundred workouts over the last 13 years since we started fit to be that are all different kinds. And I think that is a deterrent for some people with other programs where they're just doing one kind of workout. There are yoga programs. There are Pilates programs. There are cardio programs, weight programs. There are some programs that combine one or two of those things. You know, you've got Peloton where they've got all the spin bike stuff. Um, whereas with fit to be, um, we have everything. So if you feel like a spinning workout, you can do a spinning workout. If you feel like just a simple stretching workout, you can do that. If you feel like yoga or Pilates or a yoga Pilates blend, um, we have one series called our chunky five by five series, which is chunks, five minute chunks in 25 minute workouts where the first five minute chunk is five exercises that warm you up one minute each. Then the second chunk is five weightlifting exercises that are one minute each. And the third chunk is cardio. The fourth chunk is weights again, but upper body versus lower body. And then the fifth, the fifth chunk is cool downs and stretches. So those are designed to help people that maybe only have five minutes a day. They can do the first five minutes on a Monday, the second on a Tuesday. And if they do one chunk per day throughout the week, just for five minutes, they're going to get a little cardio then they're going to get their scientific need for two weight bearing sessions a week met. Right. And they're going to get some stretching done. They're going to get a lot of functional movement. They're going to have moved every part of their bodies in that week. And we know from the evidence that just once a week is enough to maintain, but twice a week is really where it's at when it comes to weightlifting and how that improves our mental health, our bone density, our muscles, so many other factors. And right you know, if we're just in it to just lose weight or quote unquote, get in shape, I don't think that's enough motivation for some people. 
I think we have to connect other dots and I think we need variety. And I think it's totally normal to get bored and be like, I only want to do this twice a week because I don't want to do the same thing every day. And so when you bought into a program where they're only providing one thing and all of, all of the workouts are 30 minutes long, then you can start feeling like you're in a box and you're done and you're tired and you're bored. And it's natural at that moment to want to go explore and do something different. So I love to provide tons of variety. I love to keep learning new things to teach. And we bring in, like I said, we bring in other instructors because then you end up with a lifetime supply of things that go beyond a program because life is a program. Life is continuous and ebbing and flowing. (laughs) Yes, I know. I totally agree. I totally agree. But that's fantastic. I love that. I definitely have to check out, um, definitely check it out because I've done a lot of different programs and not to knock anyone by me mentioning this company's name, but, you know, formerly known as Beachbody now go by Body, I believe. And they have like over, I want to say over a thousand um, different programs with different, you know, Mm -hmm. different uh, memes and, you know, they're, instructions things that they do for different instructors and they have some collaborations with other instructors where they mix and match different things but I find that it's I've been dibbling dabbling with this particular program series of theirs for on and off for the last I want to say like three or four years maybe and I always would go do it for like I think the longest I've done in this program is 90 days and then I end up injuring myself. And that's why I stopped um, because I was seeing the results and I was getting all the different movements and everything. And then I never picked it back up again. And then I see somebody else will join them and and be the instructor or um, be one of those advocates that kind of showcase their mm-hmm. lifestyle around that. Um, and then I pick it back up again. And I'm like, no, I don't like this yo-yo stuff. I mean, I know that's normal, I guess, when mm-hmm. you don't have like the greatest intentions when you try to go back into fitness. But by moral, my my point is just to see the difference between a real strong um, company who offers a variety of different things where you can pick and choose. You can do something very simple, like as you were mentioning Um a simple process. And I don't like to be overcomplicated. I like to be simple. I like to be like, okay, I can do this for five minutes. And I don't have to feel guilty of like, oh, well, I signed this up. I've got like, you know, an additional 25 more minutes. I've already been five minutes in. I've got to finish it. So I think in this approach, doing it differently, this go around is not to do that program, but try something different, see how it works, explore because I do get bored very easily. Um, if it doesn't spark my interest, I'll I'll do it for a little bit, but then yep. that's going to be it. Well, and that's why <laughs> I teach so many different things because I get bored. Right. As a fitness yeah. professional, I get bored, and so I'll go learn something new and practice that new skill with my body. And there's a lot of benefit to that. There's benefit to doing a program for a couple months and saying thank you for that work, and then going and trying something new. 
I don't think we should expect ourselves to constantly do the same things over and over again, and then judge ourselves when we get bored and want to try something different. I mean, the whole world operates in seasons. We don't do the same kind of activities year round because we can't because of the rain and stuff. Now, gyms, being able to go to a gym every day where it's a controlled environment, that can kind of mitigate that and make it easier to do the same things day in and day out. But that's when you do get the injuries you get. Yeah you get those overuse injuries from you're always lifting weights and running on a treadmill and your body's going, excuse me, can we please do something more circular sometimes? Or can we please maybe try some yoga or some Pilates and throw that in there? And especially for us as females with our bodies that have cycles within cycles, you know, we have Mm -hmm. our monthly cycle. Then we also have four different sections within each of those cycles where our body's energy levels and hormones and moods very greatly from week to week. And I'm learning right now about working out with those patterns and it's really powerful stuff. Like I don't even do the same stuff from week to week. And it's, it's so refreshing to think, okay, I can completely change things up. And if I don't have enough energy this week, because I'm the week right before my period, or I've just started my period. So I have permission to do things different. And it's actually good for my body to do things different for these few days. When my energy goes back up, then I can hit the harder stuff again and I'll have the energy for the harder stuff. But when we try to push through it and maintain this levelness all the time as females, that does not work for us. It does not work for us. So I agree. agree. It's all about honoring our bodies and where we're at. And so much of the fitness industry truly is geared toward males. It is. It is. No, you're right. (laughs) You're totally right. I wish it wasn't so, but they didn't even research us. I don't know if people are listening, know this, but they did not scientifically research female bodies until the early nineties. They researched men's bodies and called it human research. Just like they also researched a lot of white men's bodies and called it human research. But we know there's variations in different groups. There's massive variations between males and females. And so they didn't research us because our cycles pose too many variables and it makes it very hard to standardize the data. Interesting. Because of all the hormonal shifts and all the things. So how do you have a control group when that control group's body is changing every single week? So they just avoided it. They just avoided it. So it takes about 15 to 17 years for research to even make it out into the mainstream where people can start connecting the dots and combining it with other research. So literally in the last 10 years, we are finally here in the mainstream understanding female bodies and how they work. It's new. It, we are so yeah, I figured I figured that because I was like, this the way that they're, you know, not knocking anyone who does fitness, who does it for a living, who is a part of a company that does it, but just from the experience from different companies that offer it and just seeing how they, you know, put things together, it comes from a man figure um research that they've they've put together like you know these heavy weight lifting you know um programs that you know they'll have these men uh, these, these men instructors do these types of workouts and then 
make it look like, okay, now we're going to have somebody who's a moderator who can do maybe a, a little less um, yeah. of a heavy lifter. And that um, person and is always in the background. That yep. person is always in the background, never the yep. foreground. Yeah. Which no. bugs me. And it's, I was like, why, why do that? Why you're going to have a moderator or how many, many people that you're going to have to showcase the workouts? Why put them in the back? Why put the main person who is, I guess, created these workouts in a sense, then be the front and center and be like, okay, look at me. I'm going to be doing all these lifting or, you know, whatever the, the workout is. And then the people who are a moderator or um, who are a part of the team, they're always in the back and I'm like, but they don't get a much screen time yeah. for you to see exactly what they're doing. Which then pressurizes people to yep. do the hardest option. And yep. so I am super cognizant and, and and I know that there is that pressure there from all the years of teaching group fitness. And so yeah. as we film workouts for fit to be, I always model and have my instructors model the easiest thing and throw out options because people can figure out on their own how to make things harder. We seem to be really good at making things hard for ourselves. Yes, what we're we not so good at is scaling back and being kind to ourselves. Everybody yeah. knows when it, let, let's say you're marching in place and and you do some knee lifts. If I model low knee lifts, you're more likely to follow my low knee lifts as you are warming up. If I model high knee lifts, you're going to try to do those high knee lifts. But if I model low knee lifts and I say, feel free to go higher if you want to, you will, if you want to, but you're not going to feel pressure. You're not going to feel like you have to keep up with me. And that's a completely unique and really refreshing way to teach. And it makes fitness more accessible because the reality is 60% of people are not in great shape right? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not ready to jump into burpees. They're not ready to, to, to do jumping high knees and, and straddles and hurdles and deep squats and, and pushups and all the things they need an escalation and they need, they need regression and then they need progression and they need it without any shame or shade. They need to see that it's just here I am. And we're working out together. We're in my living room. I'm talking to you, by the way, if you feel this in your core, try this. If you're noticing any heaviness in your pelvic floor, try breathing this different way. All right, moving on to the next exercise. Now we're going to do this other thing and I'm doing it this way. If you feel like you can take that motion further, feel free. And people do, they take it further if they want to. And it releases people from that peer pressure Yeah, and it, it helps them to also stay injury free. <laughs> Like that's true. That's we true. So many people get injured by, um, by programs, um, because they're trying to stick with a program. Yep. But life is not a program. <laughs> <laughs> like myself, that's how I ended up not doing it for a very yeah. long time. Yeah, and I you're not alone in that. Yeah, you're not alone in that. I, I feel like I'm just kind of waiting quietly on the edges fishing people out of the injury river, <clears throat> like, Hey, there's a better way to do things. You can approach fitness gently and your body will respect that. And then it will give you more as it figures out. You're not trying to push it too hard. 
And again, this goes to female bodies because men's bodies and their patterns are very, very steady. So they can push at a certain level most of the time. We cannot. And that doesn't make us weaker. It actually makes us smarter and more intentional and more strategic if we allow it to. That's true. That's so true. Because I, as you were saying that, that just gave me a moment in time where I did work out and I had a partner with me. So my husband, we wanted to do workouts together and I'm like, we've never done this before. So let's start. And so I remember him going full fledged and like, all right, I'm about to do these, you know, I'm not sure what they're called, but like you kind of move your arms forward. It's like a machine. I'm not sure what that, that Mm -hmm. exercise is, but he was kind of doing something like that when moving his arms forward as he was sitting and he would just pump it out, pump it out, pump it out. And I think he did like 75 of those. And he was like, okay. I'm like, you have not worked out in like years, years. I've not seen you lift anything in years. So you're going to go ahead and just pump 75 out like it's nothing. But before we did that, we did like a warm up and we did the treadmill and we did walking. And he's like, all right, let's do about four or five miles. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Slow down. I was like. I have not worked out in like over a year, maybe like a year and a half, and I'm easily getting back into this. So I'm like, I don't want to, you know, go all hard and stuff like that. And, you know, ended up, you know, ripping, tearing something, you know, injuring myself or whatever. And he was like, okay, well, we'll do like two miles. And, but then we're going to be doing these things, you know, for 75. I'm like, no, I can only do maybe like 15 um, and then he did these leg presses. Um, I think he did about a hundred of those. He's like, all right, come on, let's do a hundred. I'm like, no, no, no. I could probably do yeah. 15 or 20. And he's like, come on, let's go. Like, we're going to do 50 of these. Like, you're going to do 50. I'm going to do a hundred. And I'm like, and I tried to do the 50. And I think I got up to like maybe 25. And I was like, look, look, I can't do anymore. If I do any more, I'm going to re-injure my knee for one yeah. thing. I'm going to pull something else that I probably don't know what mm-hmm. muscle that is. Um, <laughs> and then we did that for like, I think it was like the first day or the second day. And then I kid you not, the next day I was so sore and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I had to walk up three flights of steps to get to the apartment that we were living in. I'm like, dude, that's not how mm-hmm. you walk your way into it. I mean, just yeah. because... And that's the difference between, you know, like you said, that's the difference between the men and the women mm-hmm. when they work out. And especially when they work out together, you can see yep. what the men can do and what the women can do. And they voice like, hey, I can't go hard like you. I got to take yeah. it, you know, take and, it slow. And that is such a classic story. That is such yeah. a classic story yeah. um, where people go in too hard, then they get too sore, then they stop. And most personal trainers out there, myself included in my early days, you know, I finished getting my degree in exercise and sports science, went to work at a fitness club as an assistant manager of the facility. I was personal training. I was teaching group fitness classes. Nobody through four years of college and all of my certifications had talked about the pelvic floor and how it is different in women. Nobody talked about the hormonal differences in energy output or in um, just day-to-day living. I mean, I knew about the hormonal system, but they weren't applying that to fitness. And so when you start talking about estrogen and testosterone, 
and what those things do to our muscles yeah. and how those things play out in our bodies between males and females, it is vastly different. Even if you have somebody taking hormone supplements, right? For whatever reason, I'm not going to open that can of worms, but right. there's a lot of reasons. You know, women take extra estrogen and progesterone as they go through perimenopause to help balance hormones. I do that. Um, it changes how my body operates for me in good ways. Cause I'm doing that very strategically, but we also right. have testosterone as women and that plays a big role in our ability to lift things and have energy. Testosterone is a female hormone, not just a male hormone, but we have a different amount of it. And it changes as we go through perimenopause and approach menopause and then after menopause. And so, whereas guys, they got testosterone their whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They have a little bit of testosterone or a little bit of estrogen their whole life and their muscle fibers are shaped different. Their bone structure is different. Everything is different. They have one less hole in their pelvic floor than we do. And most of them, um, are not worrying about extra chest tissue <laughs> bouncing yeah. around. So there's just all of these factors in play that most personal trainers don't understand. And then they come to women and they say, do this, do this. And it hurts us. Yeah. No, I agree. I totally agree. I'm like, that's not how we are supposed, that's not how we are wired. And I had to explain that to him and he was like, okay, well, maybe we should, you know, back off a little bit. And then I wanted to keep going um, after the soreness kind of died down. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to keep going and he's like, eh, no, I'm too tired. I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, from all his hundreds of reps, he wore himself out. Yeah. He literally wore himself out. And so I kept right. going and I just kept doing things, but yeah. do it, you know, to treat, you know, strategically. And, and, uh, then I stopped going and I was like, all right, well, there's no motivation here. I mean, I see it, but I was like, you know what? I can just do this at home. I don't really have to go to the gym to do this, right. some of these things. So I was like, you know, let me switch it up. Let me go home. Let me do this thing. And then I can um, still continue to do the workout. I did it for three months. Not sure what happened. I think life happened again. And then I stopped doing it for the rest of the year. Um, and that was just this year. Mm -hmm. So now I'm saying... Let me try something different. Let me explore what's different now instead of just going back to the same thing and then doing it for 30, 90 days. And then, you know, burning out. I get time. bored. Yeah. Burning out from it and then not do it again. So I was like, you know what? I want this to be a life changing events, not just to be losing the weight, not just, yeah. you know, because I want to be in shape, but this is like, I want to be the healthier version of me. Right where fitness doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be, I don't have to overthink it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted it to be fun, but I wanted to be, you know, very strategic when I do these things that I don't have to have like a time pressure to it. Yeah. I can do the five, 10 minutes and still yeah. be good. I can do it for a few days out of the week instead of seven days a week yep. um, and then rest when I need to rest. So that is my plan this go around. And I'm definitely going to be checking you out. <laughs> yeah. One of As my favorite, talking. one of my favorite, um, like word picture metaphors for people is to think about their week, like a bunch of envelopes and you okay. need to have two envelopes for weightlifting. We, we need that, especially as females, we lose muscle mass 
Um, and when we lose muscle mass, we also lose bone density and bone density puts more women in the hospital over age 40 than breast cancer and oh. um, falling is now the number one cause of death for people over age 65. Um, fall related deaths are number one because people are losing their balance and they don't have enough strength to get back up again. They're mm -hmm. hitting their heads. They don't have the strength and balance that they need. So twice a week, weightlifting sessions, whether it's five or 10 minutes long or 30 minutes long, but getting that strength up is so important. And then you have a couple envelopes for cardio or going for a walk. You have a couple envelopes for some yoga or Pilates, or you could have four envelopes for yoga and two envelopes for, you know, um, your weightlifting, but you want to fill up, you know, four or five or six envelopes each week with something. And it doesn't have to be, it shouldn't be the same thing every day. We cannot lift weights every day. Our, we would no. get too broken down. We have to have resting time in between. And that right. helps keep the brain engaged. I go to, I go to a yoga class once a week. I also teach yoga, but for myself, I put myself on the mat under the yeah. instructions of other people once a week. I make myself go and it's enough for me and it's good for me. And then I lift weights twice a week and I walk a couple times a week and I practice fit to be stuff. And that variety keeps me going because I don't have to do the same thing all the time. True. Yeah. True. I love that. I love that. I, it's, it's fascinating to see that fitness doesn't have to be this one all fit all kind of. It can't be. Box. <laughs> yeah, it can't be. It doesn't work. What a postpartum woman it is actually that. something that, um, <laughs> oh, can you see me? Yeah, I can. I was, I was just going to say like what a postpartum woman needs in that fourth trimester, which is the three months after she has her baby drastically different mm -hmm. than what a woman one year out might need. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all different. And it's different than what a woman that's post-menopause might need. And that's different than what a teenage girl needs. So it's just when we look at females in general, our needs and our bodies shift many, many times. We've got to educate ourselves and then pass that information back down to the next generation about how to really do this and do it well and do it sustainably. No, I totally agree with you on that. I totally agree. I definitely agree. So what would you give our listeners um, any advice on where to start in their journey? Um, even if they've already been doing fitness for a while, well, what recommendations would you give them or tips? Um, I would say to go see a pelvic floor therapist. <laughs> and that might seem out of the blue, like all the talk we've seen, but um and that's not, that's not my website that that's taking people away from what I do. But I firmly believe that every single woman that has had kids, um, and that's most of us, 80% of women will experience pregnancy at some point in their life. And that changes our bodies instantly. It changes our pelvic floors instantly and pelvic floor therapy can resolve so many issues from painful intercourse to, uh, incontinence, leaky bladder and bowels, um, it, it can also be a great way to keep everything checked down there and make sure everything's functioning correctly. So it just takes care of so many things. I wish every woman could have one session with a pelvic floor therapist, like at least once in their lives, um, because they're going to check for things like diastases, ab gap, and they're going to check for all the stuff. And that is going to help with so many things. And then get those two weightlifting sessions 
get those two weightlifting sessions, make them happen. Even if that's only two things you do all week, all of the science right now is pointing to the imperative, even more important than cardio. <laughs> like if you are, if you are 35 and older, you need to be lifting weights twice a week, period. End of story. I agree. I definitely agree. I definitely have not been lifting weights and I'm over 35. So I'm definitely going to be taking the, um, the leap to check everything out on your site. Do you have a, do you have a customized app? Do you have just a website for your fitness? So fit to be is super mobile friendly. And we also have a Roku channel. So if you have a Roku or a smart TV, Ooh. we have our very own channel with all of our workouts divided into different sections okay. and on our website, when our members log in and we're very affordable because my family didn't have two nickels to rub together when I started this business. So I really want to keep things accessible and affordable for people. Um, we have organized our almost 400 workouts at this point into different pathways that you can follow, kind of like little stepping stones that take you to a goal over a course of weeks. Um, right. We also have a sorting grid that in real time lets you select. I want a core workout that's 10 minutes long, that's medium. And it will show you the thumbnails of the workouts that are available that fit that category. So it helps reduce decision fatigue. Right. I also offer a 15 minute yearly call to my premium members, but they literally talk to me on the phone for 15 minutes and ask me whatever they need to ask me, get workout guidance, figure out what they should do next. So like, if I was talking to you, I would say you've already had some weightlifting experience. Um, you're familiar with your body. Um, yeah. so I would send you to our green Gertie workout, which is a kettlebell workout for the home. And, um, it's called green Gertie because I'm using my green kettlebell and her name is Gertie and my hair is green in that <laughs> workout as it's part of our color series. So everything in the background is green. It's all about growth and expansion and strength and life was the theme of that series. And then also, um, our weightlifting 101, 201, 301 series that walks you through lifting weights at home in creative ways, not just let's do bicep curls, but like, right. It's super fun. And there is a cute doggy in that video that comes in for some oh. belly rubs, during my deadlifts. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm definitely, I do have Roku by the way. So I'm definitely going to. Yeah. You can get our up. channel for free and try some workouts. There's some samples on our road. Just look up fit to be. FIT, the number two, the letter B, and you'll find okay. us. All right. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. I'm definitely going to let you guys know how it goes. I'm definitely going to yeah. have Bethany back on as well for our, another episode. Oh, um, let her go. Yeah. And have her go into more depth and, you know, just educate us around the fitness world. Maybe things that we are not educated about what we're missing, maybe in our fitness, if we're I'm already sorry. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning. I mean, I, I have had, a, I mean, since I was 18, again, I've been in this industry and with all this new research coming out, there's more to learn. And I love yeah. passing it on. Oh yeah, definitely. I love, I love that. We are always learning something new and something different every day. And I think just adding fitness into the, into the mix, is going mm -hmm. to help us be the best versions of ourselves when, it, when we right. do 
have fitness in there, part of our lives and able to just feel good overall, not just mentally, but physically as well. So yes. I, I love that. It's, huge. <laughs> yes. it's better than any pill, literally scientifically proven better than any pill on the market. That is true. That mm-hmm. is true. I can contest to that. <laughs> <laughs> any last um, <laughs> advice you'd give our listeners who are like, I don't know if I should do fitness um, or I'm, I'm going to go do fitness. What, what advice would you give them as the last words? I would say it may help to not think of it as fitness. It might help more to think of it as your warm up for life and that you're training for your tomorrow self for your future self that you want to be ready or fit to be serving, fit to be helping, fit to be chasing your dreams. And that may or may not look like yoga. (laughs) (laughs) Yoga might not be your strategy to get where you want to go. If you want to be able to piggyback your grandkids, well, we need to get you lifting weights. And If you want to be able to pack sandbags in your flooded community, we need to get you lifting weights. And (laughs) you have to think of it like, what does your body need today? And that's another thing that Fit to Be provides is kind of a mood-based set of workouts. Like we've got a routine called the cozy bedtime moves because it's five or six minutes of things you can do while you're laying in bed. We've got our blue routines that are all about when you have the blues and you're feeling kind of blah. And so it it's all about kind of waking up and connecting to your body and addressing those sad feelings. Right. And if we approach our movement sessions as personal practices and as nourishment for our bodies, I think that can change the conversation. No, I, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I like that. Very wise. Yes. Very wise. Well, you guys like hear this for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I've talked to thousands of women around the world. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that's beautiful. I love that. That's very wise. You guys hear heard it first right here on the Unfiltered Exchange podcast. So I want to thank our wonderful co-host, Bethany, for just sharing some insight some light on fitness and what fitness can really do for you and just kind of thinking outside the box and not overcomplicate fitness in a sense um it is very crucial for everyone to just moving their bodies in what way they can um however how up however often you can so just even five minutes ten minutes a day um not have to be every day not seven days a week but uh, you know a few times a week that'd be great Um, definitely check her out and where can we all find you? Not only just on the Roku, but where else can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at fit to be studio. You can find me on Facebook at, um, fit to be tummy safe fitness, which is my main wheelhouse, helping people get in shape without hurting their tummies and their pelvic floors more. And, um, also on fit to be.com F I T the number two, the letter B. Perfect. All her information is in the show notes below. So you can definitely go check her out. If you have Roku, definitely go ahead and download the app as well. So you're able to check her out. 
I'm definitely going to do it. I'm going to do an amazing review and I'm going to give you guys my honest opinion, which I know I'm not going to disappoint. <laughs> Just speaking with yep. Bethany today. I'm yeah, gonna... She's not going to like everything I have and that's <laughs> fine, but she'll find something she likes. <laughs> oh yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much sure of it. I'm going to find something I like. But I'm really excited to explore what that looks like for me. And I'm definitely going to take everybody on my journey. Um, but as always, we will catch you guys in a brand new episode next week.